Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. I don't know when you're listening. Um, here we are with another episode of Life Talk, and today we are discussing: Are you a morning person or evening person? And does it really matter? Uh, today again uh, with my co-host Sadie. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, happy you're here. Um, Thank you all for uh, tuning in again, and um, I'm going to get right into it. What about you, Sadie? Are you a morning or evening person? Well, I know that you and I are going to differ probably Mm -hmm. big time on this, but I'm definitely a morning person. Um, I'm a set my alarm for 4.30 in the morning um, type of person. That's not to say I don't enjoy sleeping in a little bit on the weekends. Um, but I, I, I know that that tends to be like weird for people uh-huh. when, when I talk about that. What about you? I would say, oh, this, this is a tough one. Uh, back in the military, I was forced to be a morning person, mm-hmm. um, unwillingly. And now I discovered that I'm most productive, creative at night. And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's, it's part of my self-discovery of like, when do I perform best? And I can force myself like, you know, with discipline to just wake up early and just do my thing. It just, yeah, I'm just not as creative. I'm just not as clear in my mind. And I, um, I, I do realize that most people, and I read this in in some kind of a scientific paper, that most people are at their most productive between nine and eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. But like I said, this is most people. Like I guess I'm not one of those people. Plus, I travel so much that it's hard to get into like one kind of like structured. Um, well, that's pattern. what I was. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you um, when that when you kind of discovered that this worked best for you because you travel so much to the United States and I know you're mostly in New York on Mm -hmm. the East coast. So do you think that that had anything to do with you staying up late? Because if you're in Amsterdam, then you staying up late during those times is like normal working hours for people in New York. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. This is so true. Yeah, like I'm actually starting to work from 6 p.m. my time because then it's like 12 p.m. in New York and people are kind of like, you know, ready to like get to business. And I have calls, meetings, and um, it's interesting. Even now, like we're doing this podcast, it's about 10 p.m. here and I think 2, 2 p.m. in Texas, isn't it? It's two. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess I'm just staying in that time zone. I'm just, yeah. And then in three days I'll be in Paris. So, um, how different is that from where you are? I don't don't, actually, I don't think, I don't think there's a time difference in Paris, isn't it? No, I don't think so. so. I do. I do know there's one in London. I think like London is like plus one hour if I'm correct. That is true. Uh, that one I do know. They're different. Yeah. Now, I there are lots of studies that have been done mm-hmm. on sleep. And is it better to wake up early and get work done or stay up late? And Jesse, the research yes. does not so, support mm-hmm. 
you staying so, up late? If we're talking about uh, like what is best, like biologically, mm-hmm. the research says that we're more likely to feel alert in the morning. Um, and like I said, perform best at 9 to 11 a.m. At the same time, um, what, what happens is like, um, I don't know if you've heard uh, about the biological clock from Philips, where they, there is like, I have it actually. It's a lamp that you wake up with sunrise and you I... go to sleep with sunset. So you, yeah. yeah. So, so this is how we're, how I wired, right? So I'm using it as much as I can. And I wake up very peacefully and naturally, to be honest. So mm-hmm. if I, if I, especially when I'm jet lagged, I'm trying to get back into like my schedule. I use the lamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, that's actually what I use. Um, oh, really? Well, I set an alarm, but I've got these Philips Hue light bulbs in my room that Amazing. before before my alarm goes off, they start to slowly turn on so that by the time 4.30 when my alarm is going off, the lights are all the way on in my room. Um, and that is something I was going to say uh, has helped me immensely. I, the biggest thing that helps me waking mm-hmm. up early is, is doing it every day. Um, today on today is the weekend. And so I set my alarm for 5.30. So I gave mm-hmm. myself an extra hour, but wow. I still... Still, you have to, uh, if, if I'm off at all, it's so hard to get back into that rhythm. Yeah. So scheduling is, is very important for everything in my life, but particularly. Anyway, so you gave yourself an extra hour. That's great. Um, and, and when you do wake up, because this is where I want to head to, when you do wake up, how do you feel? Like, do you feel energized? Do you feel rejuvenated? Or do you wake up tired? Well, I mean... At first, I'm tired. And just like anybody I have, especially this morning, you know, I had the heated blanket on. And it's so warm and cozy. Like, it's not always great getting out of bed. But I've settled into routine. that as soon as I wake up, um, I do my quiet time. I read. I give myself about 30 minutes still in bed. And then I get up out of bed and make my coffee. And... On weekend or on weekdays, so by five o'clock, I'm good. Like I'm ready to start my day. Uh-huh. Um, so it just takes thirty minutes, but but that means that my most productive hours of the day are between five a.m. and nine a.m. when people and it works well for me because I work from home. So I'm not in an office. I don't have to drive to an office. I can work on my own time. And it's when there's when no one else is awake in the world except for you <laughs> when you're in Amsterdam. Uh, but in my life, besides you, when no one else is awake, no one's posting, no one's tweeting, no one's emailing me. That's why I'm able to get so much more done in the morning. Now that comes at a risk of being tired by like seven o'clock at night. I am done, uh, which isn't the best either. But I'd love that feeling to just be tired and just sleep at nine it's, i can't remember it, when the last time was i slept <laughs> at nine. well it's great until you have friends who like to go to dinner at seven o'clock in, in the evening and i'm useless okay. yeah I'm, 
this. So it does affect your social life slightly, whereas I'm sure your social life is much better than mine because you can stay up late. Mm. Uh, you know, typical Dutch that? people, they eat at 6 p.m. They eat at 6? Yeah, really? Dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting. I don't, I don't. Um, like I said, there's, there's, there are some things that are very Dutch about me, but also a lot of things that are not so Dutch about me. Um, so anyway, that was, that was interesting when you're talking about like going out to dinner. Um, what time do you normally go to bed? So you're a, you're, you're a night owl, but what time do you go to bed at the same time every night or? I, I usually go, go to bed around 1 a.m. Yeah, that, that's, that's like, if I make 1 a.m., like between 12 and 1 a.m., like I'm good. Then I'll wake up around like 7, 8 a.m. ideally. That that's like the perfect best case scenario. Um, yeah, I guess you're I, still getting eight hours of sleep. So yeah, exactly, exactly. So and and then like you know when you when you asked about like research, there's over 350 genetic factors that could influence whether people feel more naturally energized either in the morning or in the evening. So it, it's very hard to refer to certain research. If you think about all these genetic factors that come into play, um, feeling energized. And this is interesting because I do want to, everybody's listening right now that like, how, come on, let us know how, how do you wake up? Are you a morning or evening person? And uh, when do you feel most creative? I'm fascinated about this subject uh, because it's still an ongoing search for me too. And um, if you naturally feel more alert in the morning, but uh, decide to wake up early anyway, you might be sabotaging your actual peak performance. So like I also hear sometimes people that I coach, oh, Jesse, this CEO is doing his 5 a.m. regimen. And I'm going to hop on this on Mondays and Fridays. And hopefully aim the same success because I have a jump like of an hour or two in front of the rest of the world, right? Because that's what a lot of big CEOs keep saying. Uh, and that is somewhat true, but the, the same is true the other way around. So what experts really say in this case is experiment. Don't listen to focal thought leaders on LinkedIn. Figure out what works best for you. And you know what? Maybe that does mean waking up super early after all, like you say. Mm -hmm. um, well, I just, think an, an important distinction, though, is so, so you're an entrepreneur. So you have the freedom to really find out when you function best. If you worked in a normal nine to five job like most at least Americans do, you don't have that luxury. And as I know the model is going more towards people working from home, particularly in the growth of co-op work shared spaces like we work, and maybe there's going to be way more that comes out about this as we're growing in, in the study of sleep and, and figuring out what's healthy and people are more conscious of health. But I can tell you that when I worked in an office, Wake, I, I would still wake up early. I, I always have. 
but it was so painful in the in the afternoon for me mm. to, to have to be there. I mean, that's when the caffeine, the caffeine was the only thing that could keep me awake. And so wow. it's just an it's just an added benefit of being an entrepreneur, I guess is what I'm trying to say, is that you do have the time and ability to create your own sleep schedule. And particularly with an entrepreneur like you who travels so much. Very true. Yeah. Very yeah. true. So that's why it's so important to like pay attention to when you feel most tired and most awake. Like if you have a nine to five or you work corporate or if you're an entrepreneur, like as an entrepreneur, I still need to get a, like a rhythm. Like, don't get me wrong. Like if I don't, if I just, if I don't do it, I feel drained. Like Mm -hmm. I need to have some kind of structure. Mm -hmm. Like as in making the bed in the morning, as in brushing my teeth. you know, like you just explained in the morning, taking some quiet time for yourself, meditating. These are important things to do. Breathing exercises. If you don't do that and you're like, I don't, you just don't care. You just wake up when you want to wake up. You're going to feel sloppy. Don't be sloppy. All right. So pay attention to when you most feel tired and most awake. And when you are on holiday, Make a note of the times that you fall asleep and wake up naturally. That is my advice. And try to sync your schedule to those times. As that's how you will tap into most of your natural energy for the day ahead. So, yeah. I I was also thinking um, kind of on the same wavelength that too much sleep can also lead to health issues as well. So it's important to listen to your body, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And particularly in females. uh, Oh, really? Yes. Specifically in females, they found that um, too much sleep can lead to, well, physical and mental health issues, but particularly in females waking up early, females who do wake up early, we're less likely to develop mental health conditions like depression, anxiety, or other mood disorders than those who sleep later. Wow. So as this a woman, a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. As a woman who just by, by sheer virtue of the sex that I am, those mental health conditions I am more prone to. So and I can honestly say I don't suffer from any of those. Now, is that because of my genes or is that because I wake up early? I have no idea. But I want to make sure that I give myself the best shot at not being depressed or anxious. And if waking up early is a way that's been proven to help that, then that's just an added benefit. And I didn't actually know that until you posed the question and I looked into it. But for me, that that rings to be true that definitely those things um i I am a happy person i am happier when i wake up by eight o'clock in the morning i'm way more happy than most of my counter my colleagues that i work with um and they think i have too much energy but but you are naturally a happy person right like a positive individual yes you're not you're not a grumpy right no but you know those people who 
Well, well, maybe you don't. I don't know if you've actually ever worked into an office. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was a manager, a security area manager. Okay. For, uh, okay. When you yeah, after when you walk in the morning, yeah, it's not a it's not a nice place to be in the morning, <laughs> and um, and I've just never felt that. So for me, that that tends to be true. Okay. The happiness aspect of being okay. waking up early. Yeah, I, I did it. I never had an office job though, so like that that I can't relate to. But I can only imagine and, and for anyone listening right now, Sadie is, is is perfect for this topic because she sleeps so well. She sleeps like an angel. She is an angel and she is <laughs> she is so energized and she is so happy because she is very structured in how she wakes up, in how she goes to sleep. And I personally can learn a lot from you in that regard. And I think a lot of people listening, I think it's, well, it's really good because yeah, it's, it's your natural energizer. It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the coffee helps, but you drink yes, one cup. Mm, no, two? no, I, I drink two lattes and then one decaf in the afternoon. So three total, but it's more, it's not necessarily just to wake up. I mean, the first one uh, definitely lattes are not really strong. That's 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 not really strong. So I'm I think that counts as one. Okay. Well, I it's have more three. Milk. It is more milk. It is more milk. One shot of espresso mm. with six ounces of milk. But for me, coffee is more like just something I really enjoy the taste of. That's why I drink decaf in the afternoon. Um, okay. And I definitely I don't do any caffeine because if you're gonna wake up early, you have to fall asleep sooner. And for me, if I do, I just don't do caffeine past two o'clock in the afternoon. And you have to know your limits of of what's going to help and hurt you. And caffeine past a certain time and food even past a certain time is going to really, really severely hurt your sleep if you do something that's out of the norm, which I'm sure you know all about given that you're a a coach um, and a very physically fit and healthy coach. And you, you talk about intermittent, intermittent fasting. That's part of it. That all goes into to how, well, I, I think I've been told, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but the time that we eat our food and consume our drinks can affect not only our health, but our sleep. Is that true? Very true. Yeah. And, and mental clarity and, and so many more things. And I I do, this is, this is a topic that we're going to talk about next week, intermittent fasting. So I, I don't want it to elaborate too much in, into this. Uh, plus, uh, as many of you know, I'm working on a book. So uh, I can't wait to share more about that. Um, so yeah, thank you all for, was there anything else you want to, want to, wanted to say about this topic, like as, as in sleeping and waking up? Well, no, I mean, clearly we've got, two people, you and I are relatively successful in the fields that we've chosen. And we're both very opposite when it comes to our sleep schedule. So I think that just goes to show there's not a right answer or a wrong answer. Exactly. Don't judge yourself for, for being creative right. in the evening. But, I, but what we both agree on is that um, rhythm and um, scheduling is important. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Thank you all for listening and um, see you next week.